This is Doug Chiding of Rogue Cookers, Texas Embedded Correspondent. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. And welcome to the really big barbecue central show. This is a show that talks about all things that are important to the world of barbecue and grilling. The show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evenings, live fire fun and provider show. If you want to jump in tonight with a take or a live fire thought, here's how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Follow us on all the social media channels at BBQ Central Show. And be sure to subscribe to the show podcast feed on your favorite podcast platform. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, the BBQ Central Show. Com. And here's what's happening in case you can get the newsletter coming up in about 13 minutes from now. You would normally find Barbecue Hall of Famer and the most prolific live fire cookbook author to ever grace the earth joining us in the first interview segment of the third hour. I'm sorry, of the third Tuesday of every month. However, while he did avail himself, he was going to be out to dinner with friends. He said he would probably have to do it remote on iPhone. That means I have to risk that that video is going to show up the right way. And I know the audio isn't going to show up the right way. And I said, you know what? Take a powder. Take a powder, Hall of Famer. Don't ruin your dinner plans for the show. I certainly appreciate you making yourself available, even though you had something scheduled. But we're not going to put anything at risk as far as connection or sound as it relates to the show. We have not been doing that now for the last year and a half or so. So you go ahead and enjoy yourself. I'll figure something else out. So we've reworked it. It was a full show. It was going to be Stephen Reichlin, and there were going to be three other guests. And that last guest in the second hour has now moved all the way up to the first interview spot. Uh, Plot or spot. A couple weeks ago, we had the then outgoing CEO of the Kansas City Barbecue Society, Emily Detweiler, on the show. We talked about why she was leaving. We talked about her time as CEO, programs that she had installed, things she was most proud of, all that fun stuff, and did it in a way where she was out of any commitment to KCBS so she could talk freely. 
I could ask her a bunch of really great follow-up questions, and she answered everything, which I certainly appreciate. And what is it, two weeks later? About, yeah. Well, let's call it 15 days of the day. New CEO for the Kansas City Barbecue Society and somebody who's showed up on this show many times over the lifespan, Rod Gray. You would know him as the pitmaster of the once white-hot Pellet Envy competition cooking team, a 2009 or 2009 Kansas City Barbecue Society's Team of the Year winner. Back that up with a 2010 Reserve Team of the Year win. Many, many, many grand championships and world awards and all that stuff. But tonight we are interviewing Rod not as a pit master because he won something grand over the past weekend. This will be because of his new role as CEO. So we'll talk about why he even considered stepping into this role, what he thinks he's bringing to this role. Is he qualified? If so, what qualifies him? as being the new CEO for KCBS. And then, of course, Vision, the old stalwart questions and contention points that KCBS has had for as long as I've done the show, namely judging sucks and the board sucks. So we'll talk about all of that, Rod Gray, in about nine minutes from now. Then 35 past the hour, the creator of Another Pint, Please, and somebody who I'm going to meet for the first time in person in about a month's time, Mike Lang, will join us. Well, what's Mike up to? I'm glad you asked. Mike is going to be making the eastern-bound trek from where he is in the greater Dayton metropolitan area. And coming this way, south and west of Cleveland or east of Cleveland, to Hartville, Ohio, where, of course, you know Hartville Hardware is located, and the 20, I don't know why I want to say 20, the 2022 Grill Fest will be taking place September 17th. It's an all-day event. It's on a Saturday. So if you've ever wanted to meet Mike in person and you plan on attending this event, two birds with one stone. A, you're attending the event, and the second stone is you will get to see Mike Lang in person. He's going to be doing a live demo. I'll talk up the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest throughout the next handful of weeks as well as we build into it. So if you're on the fence, hopefully I can push you over. But we'll talk to Mike about what he plans to cook next month, how he got involved in getting this deal put together in the first place. And it makes perfect sense. He's three, four hours tops away from Hartville. He's in Ohio just like me. So why hasn't this happened before? I don't know, but we'll learn all about it. And that'll close the first hour. Then we'll move to the second hour. Quarterly guest visit from one of the most heavily trafficked and popular barbecue and grilling websites. Susie Bullock from Hey Grill Hey will join us. And we'll talk to Susie about some new items that she has getting ready for release. So if you are a fan of the Hey Grill Hey line of products, there could be two other things you could add to the arsenal here. We'll also talk about some candied bacon crackers. We'll talk about pulled ham. Maybe pulled ham. Yeah, pulled ham. It's a thing. So that'll be that. And then depending on how much time's left, we'll have the open segment because that's where Rod was supposed to be and Steven's out. And I did attempt a Tim McKeska backfill at 1035 to talk about 
what is an ungodly price per pound of brisket, at least in the Texas area. But it's not just Texas, and I'll get into that here in a second. But he had other things going on, namely the Taylor, Texas barbecue festival or something that's going on this week. So very excited to talk to who I'm talking to this evening. And as the rest of the show bears out, might have you on as well. And that's what we have going. Don't forget, you can follow me socially, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat at BBQ Central Show. Live video feeds over on Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. Also on YouTube slash RD Rempy, where you can find a lively chat role. And don't forget, we're also audibly on Clubhouse as well, which, by the way, if we get into that open segment towards the end of the show and you want to interact with me, you'll need the Clubhouse app. So download it now and then search for me. And you can just jump in and listen. You don't have to watch. So let's start here this evening. It appears that the first two origin stories of 2022 have gone over really big with the audience. And I'm very happy about that. The first one, of course, was John Marcus. And the last one we did was a week ago with Leanne Whippen, which came off to rave reviews, I'm happy to say. And I... I'm continually looking to do something different with the show, not change just for change's sake, but in an effort to try and always make the product for you to listen to better. It has become very apparent to me that these origin stories, as we call them, are one of those things that seem to make the show better. And this is something the majority of the audience is really enjoying. And I said it before and I say it again, as I rolled these out for the very first time about a year ago or so when I did them with the embedded correspondence and then the recurring monthly guests of the show, I can see if the live show ever goes away or I, I, I don't know the exact scenario in my head, but if I wanted to continue to put something out content wise. The origin stories, barbecue origin stories, or the origins of Q, or whatever dopey name I could come up with that's catchy and that would make it sell across the podcast platforms. That's something that I could see doing, doing a deep dive, hour, hour and a half tops of the most important people, most popular people in the live fire world at this point, and doing a deep dive on them. And not just live fire. Leanne Whippen talked about getting married. She talked about meeting this guy at a manager's happy hour at the hotel. Dating for, was it five minutes, ten minutes? They're married. They moved to Guam. She's never talked about that anywhere else. By the way, she didn't even want to get into barbecue to begin with. She wanted to be a pilot like her dad. That was interesting as well. So I hear you, and I'm looking to do more origin stories. I'm just not sure exactly how that's fitting into the workflow at this point, but it's not gone by the wayside. Don't worry about it. Before Rod Gray joins the show, I'm here to tell you about Green Mountain Grills. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. They have two different lines to choose from, a choice line and a prime line. The Prime line gets you what a lot of consumers at least think they should be expecting when it comes to pellet cookers. A couple different sizes to choose from. They want some sturdy builds on the chassis, which you get with Prime line. And then they want the bells and whistles. They want Wi-Fi. 
They want an app that will allow them to control their grill from the comfort of their own sanctuary or just running about. If you have internet connection, cell phone signal, with this app, you do have the ability to adjust the temperatures of your pits, and it's great. Now, if you want to save a couple bucks, if all that stuff doesn't really matter to you, you like to be around it, you like to touch and feel and go outside and do the button pushing on your own to adjust these cookers, fine. The choice line is the one that you're going to want to take a look at, of course. That will save you some money. Only sold through dealers, both sides. So you have to go to greenmountaingrills.com. you got to find a dealer near you. And then... You can go to the dealer, see them in person, touch them, feel them, fall in love with them, and then take the one you fell in love with home and know that you have been fully educated by the dealer. Yes, you'll have success right off the bat. It's great. GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. And as I said last week, who knows? Could become a collector's edition before we know it, but we're not talking about that tonight. Hopefully, Rod Gray will be hitting the green room here sooner than later. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. Be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. I suggest going to the website first and seeing all of the other things that they have there aside from the great selection of pellets fuel those pellet-driven cookers, you might be able, able or able to add even a bit more smoky flavor if you visit cookingpellets.com first. Now, if you're just a Amazon guy or gal and that's the only thing you want to do it, then make sure that you search through there. Every once in a while, I think they actually have some special shipping deals. Maybe not so much anymore at this point, but I remember back in the day you could get 40 pounds of pellets and there was quite a hellfire deal on shipping which really made it worth it so uh, and that's another thing that cook and pellets separates themselves from a lot of the other pellet manufacturers or pellet suppliers if i go into the big box store right now i forget what the name brands are there's only two to choose from if i go to willows or a home depot at this point and they're all 20 pound bags I think even Menards is 20-pound bags. They have a couple more different pellet options at Menards, but it's farther away than the Lowe's, which is six minutes from my house tops, depending on red lights. And if I need a bag in a pinch, I can just go there and uh, spend the money. It's 12 or 13 bucks, maybe 14 bucks for a 20-pound bag. But the 40-pound bag is key 
And if you like to have quantity and quality, then the pellets at Cooking Pellets are the way to go. So check them out, support them as they have been supporting the show low these many years. And yes, we're waiting for Rod Gray. I'm not going to go tell you what I think is going on right now. I'll wait for that to be confirmed, but I have an idea of what I think is going on. And it is not Steven Reichlin throwing some magic voodoo on the show to curse it because I said, Hey, don't worry about getting back leisurely. Eat your meal in Miami with your social media friends and don't worry about the show. I have it handled or guess what? It's not working out that great, but nevertheless, nevertheless, we will press on. Hey, how about this? Instead of whining and complaining, we just race to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show. Rod Gray. Rod? What's up, Greg? So, oh, I'm so sorry. Man, this is screwed. Your microphone isn't even working. It isn't? No. You don't have me? Uh, I mean, I have what's on the computer, but it's not that one. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. Well, it's not that one. It's the one on the computer. No, it's not. I'm telling you it is. I've done this a long time. I know what microphones I hear. You have done it a long time. 16 years. Yes. That's right. You don't have me. I see it. It's got the level meter. Everything seems to be working. Well, I would. Uh, are you? You're an Apple guy. So, are your uh, systems uh, settings? All systems are go on on the Yeti Blue or whatever the hell it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Remember uh, over the weekend we were having uh, yeah. this sound check, yeah. and I said, "Hey, yeah. how's that yeah. Safari?" Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pal. Yeah. 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 I'm with yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, try this. Uh, disconnect fully, and then uh, try come back in. See if that microphone doesn't pick up. And if not, then we'll have to reschedule. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. We'll wait for Rod. If you could only see the internals of me right now, if you could only see it. You would be like, how is he so cool, calm, and collected? A number of different reasons. I feel mostly bad for the viewers. Uh, Rod has probably done his part in promoting. Probably a large Facebook audience that's collecting, waiting to hear what he's going to say. We've already blown through the better part of four and a half minutes. I'm telling you, we're not going to get through it. I should probably call... An end to it now. I should call the. Uh, I should throw the inadvertent flag, the preemptive flag. I would imagine. Let's see what happens here, Rod. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's the right one. Uh, you know, look. I'm now. I'm worried. We're four and a half minutes to the negative. I don't know if we're going to be able to get through what I want to get through, and that's the most important part. So should we? It's all about you. Should we just trash it and and try again? Oh, come on. Later. You, you, You've been studying. You've been waiting for this. You've been sleepless nights. Let's give it a go. Rod, why, you, do it. why are you going to be a good CEO for the KCBS? Um, you know, I can tell you why I think I'm going to be yes. a good CEO, but I can't tell you if I'm going to be a good CEO. Why do you yet. think you I'm going to do my best. Why? Yes. I've been at this for 20 years. Um, I have a lot of experience on the outside 
I don't have a lot of experience on the inside. I was five years on the board, Greg. Um, so, you know, I have, I have experience on the inside. I will tell you, I've spent my second full day there and, um, it's a lot to learn and I'll have a lot to learn and it's going to be a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, the, the staff is, seems to be, I mean, two days, how can you really evaluate? But they, I'm told and what I see, they're freaking outstanding. They're amazing. They're working so hard. Um, I don't know anybody realizes that a, an organization this large operates with a, a four person staff yeah. plus, plus me, which right now I'm not a lot of help, but I will be and we'll do big things, I think. Um, have I convinced you yet or need, need I go further? If you're two days in, I mean, you're, you're blind to most stuff, but as you come into it, do you feel like the position has been left to you as well as it could have been left? Um, I'm going to say this. I, so because of what I'm doing is a lot of reading because the staff has so much to do. I'm sitting with the staff and they're, they're teaching me some of the internals, the, the backside of the website, which we use and, and, uh, some of the, the server stuff, but I have a lot of time to read. I'm going to tell you this and, and as, no matter how much joking around we end up doing, if we do any, I think that, that the place could not have been left in better shape than it mm-hmm. was. Um, a lot of things were done cross training. Just it's, it's pretty incredible what I see there so far. We hear the title CEO. And a lot of us work for businesses that have that title working for their organization. What does the CEO do? And I guess specifically, what has a CEO been outlined to do for KCBS? So first I want to say this. I, I don't want to utilize the CEO title more than I have to. I feel like a worker, but, um, and I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I know you and I talked about this position very, very briefly, and it was called the managing director. And I did ask them to restore that title for continuity, uh, for networking, for working with partnerships and sponsorships. But honestly, I've asked for my business card to not have it on there because um, I'm going to roll up my sleeves and do the work. Um, yeah, part of my responsibilities are to oversee the, the staff, um, to grow the staff when needed, um, to do a lot of the overall functions, you know, accounting, payroll, not accounting, but payroll. And, um, there's a lot of duties. Also, I am the liaison between the staff and the, and the board. And I do sit in all the board meetings. I sit on all the committee meetings. So lots of evenings sitting right here or, or somewhere. Uh, doing what we're doing here. Um, I'm going to train to be a rep. It's going to take some time because I can't just jump in and, and be gone. But uh, I'll be out there slinging trays or whatever they have put me up to at the Royal. I um, hope to be at the Jack, and I'll definitely be at the World Invitational in uh, in Alabama in November. So it's a hands-on thing. It's not a set back and cross your arms and watch what goes on. It's It's – it's, we're not that big an organization. We uh, Maybe whoever succeeds me will have the luxury of doing that, but I, I won't have that luxury. Rod Gray, the CEO of KCBS, joining us here on the show. KCBS.us is the website. If you've never visited, go ahead and check it out. I don't know what you were doing previous to taking this position, so 
I guess in some kind of a truncated version, can you give me the, the whole story of how you're even aware that they're hiring and what the process was like for you going through it? So, um, obviously I, I learned about, um, case about Emily resigning the same way everybody else did. I read a, an announcement on the, on the KSPS website. Someone called me and said, have you seen the announcement? And I went and looked at it and read it. So I learned about it the same way everybody else did. And, um, I, I've told the story to some people, but, uh, three years ago, I got a call asking if I could recommend anybody for the job for that position. And I, I said, no, I just, I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about it personally. And, um, I just said no. And, um, I was at an event, a double header. I cooked that whole weekend and I was driving home with eight hours time. That's when I do my best thinking is driving. And I thought, you know what? I can do that job and I should at least attempt to, to interview for that job. And I got home and got busy. And when I finally reached out on Thursday, they were already in talks with somebody. So I missed that opportunity. So when it came around this time, um, I, I made a phone call, said, Hey, is it, how's this going to get handled? And they said, well, there's a posting through a, a website and I went and read it and I didn't really tell them I was going to apply. I hadn't needed a resume since I was in college, um, 1987. Uh, and I hadn't really had a job interview since then. Everything I've done has been by reputation and, and I've never needed those things. So I put a resume together and I won't lie to you. I studied some of the the resume, some of the interview questions, not knowing how it would be. And, um, I think it took, I don't remember now, maybe a couple of weeks. And I got an email asking if I would, would go through the interview process. And so that, that's how it started. In the press release that Emily, uh, I'm sorry, announcing you, it says that you are now the fourth CEO in KCBS history. I guess I don't know who the First one was, I know, at least two other ones in yourself. But you're the third one in less than four years at this point. Does that concern you? Um, so, w first of all, I, I count Carolyn Wells as the first one. Okay, all right. She handled day-to-day. -day. She was called the executive director. I think that's just another way to say it. Uh, but then, then Heath Hall, and I know Heath when it ran into some issues with the, with the new board coming in and, and then Emily did it. Yes, I am the fourth one. And do I have concerns? I have concerns in the way that anyone would have concerns about a new job. They want to prove their value, prove their worth. Um, all those things, it's the same feeling anyone would have at a new job. I, I realize I'm, I'm working with a, a group of 11 or 12, uh, volunteer board members. Um, I will tell you that this board has more experience on it than the board when I was on it or any board I've ever really paid attention to. We have previous board experience. We have an, uh, a CPA. We have folks who own businesses. Um, we have folks who've you know been in management and and dealt with employees. And and it's a it's a much more experienced board. I'll also tell you this: as I'm reading and I'm learning about the committees, this board does more. Uh, than any other board I've seen in terms of their activity level, of their involvement level, they do a lot of lot of stuff that takes some stuff off the off of the staff. Right now, the staff is completely full in terms of of working full hours and lots to do and not a lot of time to 
to sit around or stand around or goof around. It's they all you can see the stress on their face. Um, they're working so hard and uh, but but yeah, I know what I'm getting into. I was five years on the board, been around KCBS for 20 years. You hear the stories. I know I work for the board. I know that uh, in the past it's been said that our board is more operational and less strategic than, than lots of folks would like it to be. Uh, right now we can use the help um, because we're coming out of the, I mean, and by the way, can I say this? And uh, I'm not trying to pat my successor on the back, but Emily took a job with an organization she knew about, but probably didn't know the inner workings of the way that some of us do. And the first thing she got was a slap in the face with COVID and she worked through that. Um, and then there were some, you know, legal issues there. We all know about that. I don't think we need to bring it up, but nope. she dealt with a lot of stuff. That's not just a day to day. And when she left there, she's left me so I can just concentrate on the business, hmm. concentrate on, on the work at hand. You know, we, we, we need to, to grow again because we're down in contests. We're, we're going to face some tough times, you know, gas fuels coming down, but meat's going up. Yep. Um, fall meat prices are predicted to be high. And, and folks are having to make choices right now. You know, do we, do we go cook a contest or do we put food on the table and gas in the tank and have a, a little more relaxing weekend and not have to stress about it? And so there's still being choices made. We'll come out of this. It'll take a, a year, maybe, maybe a little more, but we're growing despite that and we'll continue to grow. But there's definitely a lot of work ahead for me. Rod, as I scoured social media, seeing reaction to you being named the new CEO or being hired, I saw a lot of the quote, he'll fix it, or he'll, he'll get us back on track. And yeah. there were a lot of similar posts. I know you saw a lot of those as well. Yeah, I did. Is something broken? See, that's the question I'm asking myself when I read those. I don't think it's broken. I think, I think everything needs a little work. When I sit with the staff and we talk about, you know, we're working on this, we're working on that, and then they say things like, you know, we want to do this, we need to do this, but... There are priorities above that, and we just don't have the bandwidth to do it all. So I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm looking around like it's somebody's old Dodge Caravan in their backyard with weeds growing around it, and it's not running, and they need to fix it and get it going. It's KCBS is not that. They're the world's, world's largest barbecue organization, um, 16,000 members, and we're at 350 or 60 contests, and, you know, we're doing things. I um, personally took the J-Cup today, which is the judge's, continuing education and I was impressed I, I, I that was that took so that took a lot of effort um, if you haven't seen it it's it's videos followed by some some questions you have to answer and it's eight modules that you that you go through and when you're done you complete it and you get a certificate saying you completed the continuing education uh, it, it was far superior than I thought it would be when I clicked on it to be honest with you um, there's been a lot of work going on there um, and in a lot of good ways, it may not show every day, but it, but it has, um, yeah. I assume the vast majority of KCBS is not competing those 16,000 members. So what should you as an organization do to keep the membership renewing and also building new members that aren't necessarily competitors? That's a, that is a great question because as I talk to the, the staff and we talk about membership something that i've never thought of even though i'm probably part of the group is the membership is aging out um 
They are. They're getting. I know. We are. Funny, but yeah, we all are. I'm doing it. But um, so I think, and and I, these aren't all my ideas. So uh, I, I, everybody gets credit for some of this. But one, we do need to involve the younger folks in some way. Um, I know there was a talk about maybe doing some high school targeting high school competitions a little bit just to give them a taste of it. I know that the, the folks who are holding the one meat challenges, the one meat contests are excited about it. Um, I think that's great. The, the investment is so much less, but it gives somebody a taste of what it's all about. And, you know, they do a few of those and maybe they say, I'm going to step up and do the full master series four meat contest. And, um, I also think, um, I'd like to, while I'm here, maybe hopefully incentivize our membership just a little more, give them a reason to hang on. Um, the statistic is that we're our members, uh, our members for about four and a half years, but um, on average. But I get it because you jump in and you you take the CBJ class and you judge for a little bit, and then you know maybe your your family gets older and you have to you know take your son to baseball instead of go cook barbecue, and and you come back to it later, and you, you don't need to be a KCBS member during that time. But but uh, yeah, I I got to say this too, memberships you know, 40 bucks for a year of membership. You get two electronic magazines a month and you get some discounts on some things and some perks. And, and, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a heck of a deal. Um, and it's, it's just, it's hard, you know, for me anyway, but I've been in barbecue 20 years. It's hard for me to imagine not being a KCBS member. Has there been a mandate put in place, Rod, to have teams be KCBS members too, in order to cook? To my knowledge, no. Why not do if that is, right I don't off know the bat? Let's do that right off the bat. Well, so so if you want your points counted, you have to be a KCBS member. Um, and a lot of people like to have their points counted. So, But, you know, I think way back, so I was on the board for five years. It ended in 09, so, so 04 to 09. And even back then, we discussed that idea of making it, you know, if you want to compete in a KCBS contest, you have to be a member. But... But we decided that, you know, somebody cooking their first contest to add another 40 bucks to their their first time they ever tallied up everything they were going to do to spend the contest back then, um, we decided we didn't want to impose that on people. But it's not a bad idea. I think I want to look at it a little more. It's um, 40 bucks. I just shook my head yesterday. It's 40 it. bucks, and it's a year of membership. And especially yeah. if we're talking present day, if people are dropping $200 on a brisket or more, depending on what beef <laughs> price is, like 40 bucks. <laughs> Is nothing, and yep. it grows membership. It's uh, that's got to be yeah. a mandate. That's my rule. That's yeah. happening. I don't know if anybody knows. Okay. We just passed I mean, it. Executive order by Rod Gray. So be a freaking it, member. It doesn't hurt your pocketbook to spend forty bucks on a KCBS membership, does it? No, I would do it, but I mean, since you don't have to do it if you're a competitor, then you know I have to remain impartial, wait, of course. Wait, 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 wait. You would do it. What yep. what does that mean? I'm not a member. I'm 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 no member of any sanctioning <laughs> body in order to uh, maintain a area of sterility that few approach. But Greg, wouldn't you being a member of all of those sanctioning bodies be that same air of of no. sterility? No, I, I, an error of sterility. <laughs> I don't think being yes. sterile is, is part of the is part of the equation. But you need to ju- you know what you need to jump in here and be a lifetime member of KCBS. I, you need to be my first recruit to be a lifetime member of KCBS. We'll How have about to, that? We'll have to talk about that. Well, we are talking about it. Uh, well, you, all you got to do is yeah, say but nobody yes. cares if I'm going to be a lifetime member or not. What they want to know is 
I do. I care. But, Rod, we've seen a golden era of barbecue competition. It was on TV. Everybody wanted to do it. They realized you didn't have to be a world-class athlete to go up against the best of the best and literally see where your stuff stacks up on any given weekend. I but agree. Now in 2022, we see cancellations. You had just said a couple minutes ago the contests are down, especially in certain areas of the country. Are there things you would suggest to start turning it back to how it once was? And is this Barbecue USA any portion of that? I, um, I'm watching the Barbecue USA, by the way. I, and I, I will be honest with you and tell you, I haven't watched every barbecue show that's come across the big, the screen here in the you know last 10 years, but I'm definitely watching it. I like it. I think Michael Simon is relatable. I think that's important. Um, you know, I talked to Carolyn Wells a long time ago and she told me how cyclical, uh, the, the show thing was how the, how, um, TV shows grab barbecue every period of time. She, she, I think she, if I recall, she said six or seven or seven or eight years, every that period of time that, you know, TV comes back to barbecue. So, um, you know, my shows, what season was I on? Six, I think, of Pitmasters, and that was in 2012 and 2013. And then they went ahead and did the next season with Joe and and, and Robbie Royal, and then they did, I think they did another one after that. And so we're probably about six, seven, eight years out from the last mm-hmm. big push. And now here we have Michael Simon's show, Barbecue USA. Um, I'd like to think we'll see more shows like that. I, I, I can't predict. That's not in my control. But those shows help. Um, and as meat prices settle down and folks get more back we're, we're still getting back to normal from 20 and from 21 and and we're growing our contests from 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 those years obviously i think they were down i i don't know the number but i counted the website i think there were about 140 contests in 20 obviously i mean that wasn't the year for a barbecue contest so we're already in the 340 360 range so we're well coming back um i'd love to add another 100 contest to that uh, and then I think we'd be in really, really, we'd be back at the golden era, as you call it, if, if we get that done. And I think we'll get that done. Um, it'll take some time, though. It's not going to happen overnight. Right. I have a bunch more questions to ask you, of course. However, I have a guest that is backed up and uh, ready to go. So, A, I appreciate the time this evening and the candor, which I always appreciate. Lon Mitchell is taking a run at me on Facebook saying, I'm all talk and no walk. Screw you, Lon. How about that? And you're banned from the internet. Uh, but let's, I know Lon. I like Lon. I know. I know Lon, too. He's great. I've had him on the show. Um, once you've gone through the media circuit, let's come and circle back up to the Varsity show here, and we can dig in a little bit further. You'll have a little bit more time under your belt, and then we can see where the direction is going to go. Can we agree on that? I'd love to, Greg. You, you know I like coming on your show. We, I think we work well together, and, and uh, I appreciate that offer. I look forward to it. All right, Rod. There he is, Rod Gray, the new CEO of KCBS. Day two in and doing a lot of reading, a lot of learning. But as he said, left in really great hands, a lot of tough things that were maneuvered by Emily Detweil, the former CEO. So looking forward to getting Rod back on the show and seeing how he feels at that point. And I know a lot of the other barbecue shows and podcasts are looking to get him on. So have your way with him, and then we will follow back up. And beef prices, no joke. No joke at all. 
Right, Mike Lang is in the green room waiting patiently. I went over on purpose. I'm sure he understands. The CEO of KCBS. What would you call a spice blend that was 100% natural with no preservatives that added maple crystals, blueberry powder, fresh ground espresso? It's espresso, not espresso, too, you heathens. Honey crystals and ground mustard from the oldest mustard company in America. No worries. They've already named it Bub and Mothers. It's a gourmet dry rub company with Maine attitude. Maine folks don't like anything that only has one use. So this blend of spice and Maine ingredients was designed to be used on anything that had fur, fins, or feathers. However, when we first released these two flavors four years ago, the fans, the customers started using them on everything from avocado toast to fried zucchini, even two cocktail mixes, and a soon-to-be-famous redneck aioli. Rather than just go on and on about winning awards, being used to beat Bobby Flay, winning cooking competitions, how about we just ask you to try them? Fine, cook whatever you want, any way you want. Just add the spices. Use your own spices. Then decide if you want to hear from us again. Fair enough? Sure. Bub and Mother's rubs are designed for regular folks who just want great flavor when they cook because of how they blend each flavor. You can use them on the smoker or on the grill. And when the weather won't let you do it outside, you can do it inside on the oven, broiler, or flyer, even mixed with mayo for excellent dressings for side dishes. Yeah, come on. What makes the rubs different? Salt. They use far less salt than what you would find on store shelves, which means you get more spice for the money. The real benefit is the flavor comes through without having to bury your meat with the rub. So head on over to bubbinmothers.com. That's B-U-B-N-M-U-T-H-A-S, bubbinmothers.com, and order some today. Speaking of today, I did some boneless, skinless chicken thighs on the Oklahoma Joe's Rider DLX. And I used the Honey Rub from Bub and Mothers. It's a winner. Uh, look, you guys know I'm a sucker for anything sweet honey, barbecue rub. There's a lot of them out there. This one, I recommend it. You might be a little shocked at the size shaker, but as he says, it's not just loaded with salt to fill it up. I think you'll like it. And try the uh, East Coast Dinner as well. Big fan, bubbinmothers.com. We're back with Mike Lang right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back, and we thank Rod Gray for joining us last segment. This portion brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring, or connect via Bluetooth if you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home. You're in luck. Fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. My next guest is one of the most respected live fire website content creators out there today. Loves cooking on those fleet of Weber cookers. And next month, you will not only see me at the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest 2022, you will also see him doing some live cooking demos as well. We race to the hotline and welcome back, friend of the show, creator of another Pine Please website, Mike Lang. Hey, Mike. 
Hey, Greg, how are you? I am absolutely fabulous. Mike, your opinion only. Is $34 a pound too much to spend at a barbecue restaurant for brisket? Yeah, I mean, those are the kind of prices. You're damn right! Yeah. Damn right. And it's the norm as I started doing research before the show, in fact. I may or may not be going to Mabel's Barbecue on East 4th Street downtown tomorrow with a customer where on the menu it shows a $17 per half pound of brisket, which, due to simple math, gives you $34 a pound. For those that couldn't figure it out yourself, let me do the hard math for you. But yeah, $34 a pound seems to be standard fare. I'm wondering, do you have a thought on where customers will say no? I think that's one of many things people are going to say no to and probably what in a weird way like COVID drive people back home to do things themselves where they can at least do it cheaper. It may not be that same experience or as good, but they can be masters of their own food destiny. And I think that's probably what would happen. Like the biggest thing in social media over the past six weeks has been my singular invention and nobody else can take credit for it of mayo bindered brisket. Have you ever tried it? I have not, but so I heard very intriguing. Are you going to try it? You know, it's funny. Uh, actually, <laughs> well, I am. A, and I'm oh, probably going to do not it. not a yes right off the bat. <laughs> well, no, uh, not on a brisket, but I thought about on a chuck roast. Uh, I was uh, smoking some chuck roast a couple of weeks ago. Same principle. I need a binder for that rub. I don't usually use a binder. Uh, oftentimes, the meat sweats enough for me. The rub sticks to it. And I'm good to go. But I'm certainly intrigued by your uh, invention, shall we say? Uh, and if I give it a shot, which no, I'll take it back. I will give it a shot and it will be on a shuck roast. All right. And make sure you tag me in it and say something about Mayo Binder or something like that. So I continue my grassroots efforts of fame and stardom. We're talking with Mike Lang from Another Pint. Please add Another Pint PLS on the Twitter or just look at him on the web, anotherpintplease.com. Mike Weber has trimmed, according to reports, just as early as earlier this afternoon, as I was looking it up over at cookoutnews.com, 10% of their workforce, yeah. uh, one of many companies that are trying to stem the implosion or bust of what is the barbecue boom that had been happening for the last couple of years. Do you think that could trickle down to you at some point? In other words, do you worry about being cut loose in order to save money for expense or does that not really enter your mind? Well, I go by the creed, nothing is forever. And certainly I'm actually approaching my 10th year as a uh, contractor working for Weber, uh, which has been an absolute thrill. But really, when I think about everything happening there, and I'm, I'm quite in tune to it, I'm not really worried about myself, but uh, my friends and these wonderfully talented people there at Weber that are kind of waiting to see where things go. And that's really, really where my heart and my feelings are. Are you surprised that, it seems like it was that big of a shock to some of the biggest live fire companies that things have flattened out, that people just aren't going to be buying multiple grills, especially when there's not stimulus checks rolling in year after year. You know, it's hard to say you cannot predict the future and the world has been so upside down the last three years. Just when you think you've got something figured out and I don't care if you're the federal government or a private business or a, a local nonprofit, I don't think anyone really quite knows what the road ahead is going to be. Uh, and it's just a, it's sad and it's unfortunate. Mike Lang from Another Point, please joining us here on the show. Mike, September 17th, 2022, it's going to be a Saturday, will be the latest version of the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest. I've talked about the location for years and how majestic it is. 
how great this specific event is, and of course, the great live cooking demos that are a part of this great day. And just when you think it couldn't get any better, I'm informed that Mike Lang is going to be <laughs> the Weber demo guy. How does that come together? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's funny. I was up uh, north of Dayton and Troy at a True Value hardware store. I walked in, I forget what I was even looking for, and had no idea of the amount of Webers in their showroom. And it was, I was blown away. Uh, so impressed, I had to email a friend in sales at Weber just to say, hey, I was blown away. And he then uh, reached out to the Ohio sales team at SKKR and they got a hold of me and that quickly rolled into Hartville looking for someone to do a demo for Weber. And literally in a matter of a week or two, it all kind of came together. It was crazy. Is this something that you have done before where you've done cooking demos, but also you need to have some type of uh, sampling to go out for the crowd? Yeah, I've done demos quite a bit on a much smaller scale. And I will say for Hartville, I'm told that I have a quote unquote team to help with the samples. So uh, knowing that the feeding of the masses doesn't bother me as much. It's more, you know, of uh, donning the old uh, Britney Spears headset and getting on stage and doing my thing, especially with uh, Diva Q there doing her thing. since so she's phenomenal. So I know I've mm -hmm. got some big shoes to fill, but uh, you know what? Doors open. I walk through them uh, and I, I'm just, I'm excited. Plus you're going to be there. So honestly, <laughs> it's like a win-win for me. I feel like if I was put in your, well, first of all, I would never do this, uh, what you're going to do. <laughs> uh, I'm much more uh, at ease kind of working the crowd, interjecting some witty questions to those experts uh, that you, uh, Danielle, and all the other demo cooks that have been there over the years that I've hosted. If I had to, I feel like I could really do a good job on the demo part. Now, you did say that you have a team, which is good, and maybe that makes me rethink this whole thing. But if I didn't have a team, and I've seen Danielle cook the remainder of what are going to be her samples uh, offsite into the parking lot. She's has some sous chefs, uh, Tony from historic barbecue, of course, has been there to yeah. back her up for a number of years in a row. That's where I feel like I would fail, not necessarily interacting with the crowd, maybe showing some knife skills and some cooking skills and going, and you can do this and hold everybody. But then it's like, okay, <laughs> now you got to taste this. I don't know if I could execute uh, the taste. So are you nervous that the team might leave a key spice element out or take it a little bit over or something along these lines or full faith? No, I've got total faith. I'm not doing anything that's so crazy that's going to be easy to disrail. Um, I think uh, once we've got a plan to get it together and you can hold, it's it's not, what I'm doing is um, cheesy uh, short rib street tacos. So it's not oh. like it's something super crazy. Uh, I think we'll be able to pull it off. I'm not, I'm not really worried about it, truthfully. You may be a little bit worried about it now in hindsight, but I truly i am not concerned. It's going to be awesome. Are you nervous about getting up in front of a crowd of people? No, uh, I, that doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I only thing I worry about is, of course, with anytime I'm doing any kind of live cooking demo, whether it be on local television or for any sort of event, you know, you don't really screw things up. Uh, that's all I ever concerned myself with. But, you know, it's I'm human. It'll work. I'm excited. What's your favorite beer at the moment? Uh, you know, right now I'm drinking a um, coffee bean stout from Lock 27, which is a local Dayton brewery. They teamed up with a local uh, coffee place. It's, you know, fall's coming up. I'm not really ready to jump into the pumpkin scene yet, even though it's Starts tomorrow. August. I know it's crazy. Uh, but it's, it's, yeah, it's this time of year. It's what I kind of like to go to it. Get a little tired of the hazy IPAs after a while. And this is where I start to change gears. So it's good. Do you like coffee? rubs or espresso rubs and stuff like that 
Yeah, funny you mention, I've got a couple, I've made some, but when I have them, I've found they've always been pretty much too much. Um, and I've never really tried to dial it down. Usually it's something like big, like a ribeye I'm going to put it on. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know if in that arena, I mean, I'm a huge coffee fan. I love coffee. Yeah. I drink coffee, water, and beer pretty much the entire day. Well, I should repeat that coffee and water <laughs> during the day, <laughs> work my friend upon that a little bit, uh, you know, and then beer, of course, after hours. Um, but coffee rubs, I, something about that. I just, I can't get around. I think it just takes too much away from the beef. And when I'm cooking, I always want the beef or the protein to shine through. Yeah, I've never, I've tried it a couple times. One time at a really decent restaurant, uh, again, down on East 4th Street mm. in Cleveland. And boy, that would have been a really great piece of steak outside of the rub, but it ruined it. Uh, I didn't even eat the whole thing. It was kind of a tragedy. Ooh. So I've steered away yeah. from that in the most part. Uh, before I let you go, Mike, favorite cigar mm. at the moment? Because I know you oh, partake you know the in the premiums. <laughs> I still, I'm a, a, a Leva fan. I tell still. you what, I just, I keep coming back to it again and again. Yeah. All right. Well, I certainly can appreciate that. It's my favorite. I, I, I would show you the Oliva drawer in my humidor, but mm. quite frankly, I think that makes me look like a bit of an Oliva glutton at the same time. So I'll <laughs> save myself the embarrassment, but it's the Milanio and in, in all the shapes oh, and yes. sizes. I mean, it's a very good yeah. Cigar for those that like it, we definitely suggest trying that. So uh, once again, if you're going to be around the general area of Hartville on September 17th or the day before that, uh, get a get a room, spend the night if you're a live fire enthusiast or lover like Mike and I are, and then come out to the event. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a cooking contest. There's probably still openings. If you're a competitor, you can do that. But if you don't want to do that, if you want to see people cook in front of you, you want to get some good recipes? Mike said he's doing a short rib cheese taco, which sounds absolutely delightful. He's going to cook it right in front. You can see him right there. He's probably going to bring copies of his books. So you could probably get a picture and a signed copy of a book. I mean, who knows what's going to be happening there? You can see DBQ. I'll be there all day interacting with these demo folks. So uh, make sure you come out. And uh, Mike, you're willing to sell books and sign books, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's going to, yeah, come out and see us. I think it's just going to be a really good time and I'm just, I really can't wait to go. Mike, always appreciate the time and I will see you in almost exactly a month. Sounds good, Greg. Thanks so much. I always appreciate it. You got it. There he is, Mike Lang from Another Pint, please. Right there. And on September 17th, again, which is a Saturday, we will both be at the Hartville Hardware Store in Hartville, Hartville Ohio. And again, this is a monumental-sized hardware store, the biggest in the country, biggest independent in the country, I believe. And I say it time and time again, how big is it? How big could it possibly be? There are homes inside the hardware store, full-ass homes. And for those who think I'm a liar, like Lon Mitchell, let me tell you this. This year, in 2022, I'm busting out the phone cam and I'm not just taking a picture of it. I'm going to do live streaming video of me walking through the whole ass house. No basement. It's on a slab, right? But I'll do walking video through the house. You will see all of the rooms, depending on what the scheme of the house is this year. Uh, last time I went through it last year, it was one of those smart and efficient houses. There was a lot of stuff that I wish I had in my house, to be honest. So... That's going to be Hartville Hardware Grill Fest 2022. There's going to be a rib competition and also a pork belly competition. So I believe if you're competing, 
you have to be ready to A, cook ribs, and then B, cook something that incorporates pork belly. And the entry fee is 35 bucks. You can cook on a Weber gas grill or a Traeger pellet cooker or a big green egg ceramic cooker. And then the bonus is if you're in the market for one of those three, you can buy those at a discount or a already used, lightly used discount. And they're always sold out before the end of the day. So a lot of different deals going on. And Mike Lang will be there selling books, signing books, taking pictures, and doing his short rib cheesy street taco. It's great. We're going to have a great time. I'm trying to line up DVQ to also hype, to push you over the edge. Speaking of pushing over the edge, I'm here for it. 171 pounds, and I am not fat. No, no. I've bought in. I have now for two weeks in a row fully adhered to the eating plan to the workout plan, to the training plan, all prescribed and recommended by my pal David McDowell from David Leans. The website, of course, davidleans.com slash bbq. That's davidleans.com slash bbq. You can enjoy being a little healthier, eating right, and not withholding the stuff that you really like. There's cheat days. You can save some stuff to eat some stuff a little bit later, depending on what you have going in the day. I can't always eat the way that I want to eat, but I know I'm getting my work in in the morning. I'm up 5.30 a.m., getting ready to do the workout, get the weight training in, get a little walking in, get my steps in, and then eating through the recommended way to eat over the course of the day. And it's working for me. Started at 184 pounds, down to 171 pounds as we start week seven. It works. You have to want to do it, number one. And then number two, it makes it so much easier when you know you have to report in. And if you're having struggles, text David, call David, sit down, talk it out, make some arrangements, make some revisions, adjustments. He's there to meet you where you're at to help success. DavidLeans.com. That's DavidLeans.com. We're back right after this to wrap the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. And we're going to go quickly. This portion of the show brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Available in three sizes. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a professional. Cooker, you want to add the arsenal? Tell them that the Barbecue Central Show sent you or go to pitbarrel.com and check it out for yourself. We thank Rod Gray for joining us topside in that first interview segment and then Mike Lang from Another Pint Please for joining us just last segment talking about the big Hartville Hardware Grill Fest of 2022. Check us out. I'll be there emceeing. He'll be there cooking. DivaQ will be there cooking as well. Daniel Bennett. We are pointing to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.